All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Web Gems Baseball Podcast. Today, we're going to be previewing the NL Central. Today, I'm with Tangway. How's it going? And more. Howdy. All right, boys, let's get right into it. So, first, we're talking about the St. Louis Cardinals. We'll go to more first. So, I mean, St. Louis has got a good team this year. Um, they're, always a, they're always a solid squad. It's crazy. They really are. Um, I, I like that bullpen a lot, uh, starting with Andrew Miller and uh, Giovanni Gallegos. Um, Brett Cecil, too. I, I, not many people agree with Very me. freaky. But I, I, I tend to like Brett Cecil. Um, uh, I mean, Juan Carpenter, Goldschmidt, Yadi Molina, Dexter Fowler, and Tommy Edmond. I think they're all going to be very good this year. Uh, but with the starting rotation, I think Carlos Martinez and Adam Wainwright are going to need to have big years for them to be successful in the uh, Central this year. I agree. I mean, I think the thing with the Cardinals, they always rely on pitching, great pitching, timely hitting, and good defense. That's kind of just what they roll on. The thing about Carlos Martinez, he was in the bullpen last year. 48 innings, 53 strikeouts. So it's like he's still punching guys out. That's usually what he does. He's a high-velocity guy. Will the Cardinals move him back to the rotation? They might need to at this point. I mean, Flaherty's their ace. There's no doubt about that. I mean, Jack Flaherty had an unreal year, 11-8 and eight with a 2.75 ERA, 231 strikeouts in 196 innings. The guy was insane. So do they roll with, you know, Flaherty and then move – Martinez back, and you have Michaelis, Wainwright, and, and a young kid pitching? Maybe. I think that's a good rotation. But I think with the lineup, it's like, can you get Paul Goldschmidt back to that MVP level? I think that's the big question for them. And will Matt Carpenter have a good year after having a terrible year last year? I think if you get those two things to happen, I think the Cardinals are very scary in this division. So you can't ever count them out. So they're a good team. Yeah, like the Cardinals are always that one team that we – like we forget about, and they just—they're just good. They always make the playoffs. They're always doing that. So I mean, they're all—they're always a team to look out for. But you always forget about them, and they always tell us wrong. So props yeah. to them. All right, next we got—I think—I think we could say the surprise team of last year, the Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah. Was, uh, what do you guys? Yeah, I really wasn't that surprised by them. No, yeah, I wouldn't are say. You, they go more, more you go. Uh, I think uh, the lineup is lineup is uh, this year. Oh, Ben Gamble, uh, he's on the Brewers. There you go. There. <laughs> uh, you get Sogard, Kane, uh, Ryan Braun, and uh, Orlando Garcia. Like they all need to overperform this year. Um, they they get an all right bullpen. I mean, Josh Hader. I think he's out of doubt. One of if not the best uh, pitcher in baseball right now. Uh, reliever wise, uh, you got Corey Nebel and David Phelps. I mean, they're gonna have a solid bullpen. Anyway, what do you think? Um, so coming into this year, I mean, I, I was thinking the Brewers were gonna do pretty well. If I look at the roster, to be honest, I'm not overwhelmed by the lineup in like in total. Yelich, obviously, as long as he's healthy, he's gonna be a stud. There's no questions about that. Keston here, here, I really like. Um, nice young second baseman. But, you know, obviously, like, Brock Holt is a utility guy. But 
Eric Sogard, Ryan Braun. I mean, Evaciel Garcia can be good, but Ben Gamble, these aren't big names. And it's like Lorenzo Cain's on the down slope. Ryan Braun isn't what he used to be. Justin Smoke is hit or miss. Jed Jerko. Orlando Arcia can't hit a beach ball if he threw it down the middle of the plate. I mean, the guy hit 220 last year. Come on, like, he's a bum. Um, Omar Nevarez, though, the catcher. He did very well last year for the Mariners. One of their one of their bright spots. 280 with 22 bombs. But I'm not overly high on their rotation. Brandon Woodruff is probably their ace. But you look down the, the line, it's like Freddie Peralta, Brett Suter, I mean, Corbin Burns and Brett Anderson, something to that effect being the rotation. It's not really something that's going to overwhelm you. So the bullpen has to be unreal this year for them to perform well. Hater's a stud, but he can't pitch every inning. Yeah, we saw in the playoffs last year, Hater had a little bit of trouble there. So yeah. he, can't be the, he can't be the guy that you like. Because like part of the reason why he wasn't very good towards the end of the season last year is because they blew his arm out throughout the whole season. Like he was pitching, yeah. he was pitching like every night. That's not what you need to do with these relievers. So they needed, they needed, they all, they didn't really do anything to bolster that bullpen to try and help him out. They didn't really do anything to bolster their starting rotation up. They didn't, they lost a little bit in the lineup. So, I mean, we're, we're looking at a, probably a less, lesser year than last year. So, and it doesn't help that this division is so tight, especially in a 60 game season. Cause up next we have the Chicago Cubs and, you know, ever since they won the world series, they've never picked up their glory but they still have a solid squad. So I'll go to Moore first. Uh, I think they got a good rotation. Um, John Lester, still one of my favorite pitchers. Uh, I like Tyler Chatwood. Um, look at their lineup, though. Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, Baez, and Schwarber, they, they can all be all-star hitters. The first four players. Um, I think their downfall, though, is the end of their order. Uh Hayward, Almore, and Kipnis, you really don't know what you're going to get from them this year. And I think that's going to be the big question mark. And that bullpen, too. They do not have a great bullpen. And uh, they're going to need to uh, bring in a new manager. We'll see what we get from the Cubs. I'm not, I'm not all too overly optimistic about them. I mean, you got the Cubs. It's kind of like – they're always going to have a pretty solid rotation. You know, Darvish, he had a hot stretch last year where he was actually pitching well. Kyle Hendricks is one of the more underrated pitchers in the big leagues. Without a doubt. Yeah, he pitches to contact, and he, he throws soft. But, I mean, 3.4 ERA is not bad at all for a guy that throws 88 miles an hour. I mean. He's young, too. Yeah, the bullpen is, name-wise, is not great. Kimbrell is going to need to have a good year. And then Jeremy Jeffress is a guy that can be solid. Kyle Ryan performed well for them last year as a lefty. But like Moore said, the lineup is, especially the top, it's pretty top-heavy. You got Wilson Contreras, who's a good hitting catcher, but it's kind of like, yeah, the, the bottom spots of that lineup are kind of iffy. Will Hap, Almora, Hayward, and will they be able to perform? The guy I'm looking forward to seeing kind of how he like develops is Nico Horner. He was a rookie last year. In limited time, he performed pretty well. But it's kind of like, where are they going to play him? So 
I think he'll be kind of a utility infielder for them. But I think the lineup will be good, but I think the bullpen could be their downfall this year. All right, is that all we got on the Cubbies? Yeah. All right, up next we have, I say, a dark horse in the Cincinnati Reds. So I'll go to Tangway first. Um, people are sleeping on the Reds, I think. A lot of people are sleeping on the Reds. I'm not saying they're one of the best teams in baseball, but they got to have some respect. Their top three in their rotation is one of the best you'll see. Uh, Luis Castillo, Sonny Gray, and then Trevor Bauer. Ever since Sonny Gray left the Yankees, he was a stud. I mean, 11-8 and eight with a 2.87 ERA, 205 Ks in 175 innings. That's a crazy year. And, and then the Reds are a perfect place for somebody like Sonny Gray. Yeah. Like, you know, you heard the stories of Sonny Gray and the Yankees. He wasn't like he, – he was not good with the Yankees at all. Like, he had a couple of good games, but really it was all – He was very inconsistent. Yeah. It, like, I guess, like, a small team like the Reds, like, a, they, like it's a good baseball town. Yeah. Ohio's a good baseball place. But, like, it's a smaller team. It's not like the Yankees where you have everybody on top of you. So, like, he's a, he was able to, like, clear his mind and be free. So, like, I think like, he, he was announced the opening day starter for him. So, they've got – they trust in him. So, but – Yeah. I, th- I think uh, the only place that be better for Sonny Gray is Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because they, they help pitchers out like crazy over there. Yeah. Or uh, even a place like Tampa Bay probably wouldn't be a bad thing. Houston, Houston also, like, but I don't think anybody wants to be in Houston. Tampa Bay. Yeah, but I, I definitely see like three places Sonny Gray would never be able to survive: New York, Boston, Los Angeles. Those are three places he'd have no chance. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like if you look at it, he was terrible in New York, but the two small market teams he was on, the A's and the Reds, he was great on. So it was kind of like no pressure. Sonny Gray is great. You put him on the Red Sox, Yankees, or Dodgers, he can't even be a number five starter. So it's kind nowhere of like, nowhere else. I think it'd be good. Kansas City. Yeah, that would yeah. be a good place for him. I think that'd be the a smaller. Good. The smaller teams he needs to be at because he can't be on a big team. Mm-hmm. So like the, he's like the Braves. That's a no no. Uh, yeah. Yankees no no. All those big teams no. Like I even Seattle, but nobody cares about Seattle. So. No, looking at the Reds, though, I mean, Votto, Moustakas, Castellanos. Yeah, Votto came, Votto came off a bad year. I think he's going to be back this year. Yeah. Pretty good. Like Moustakas, too. I, they all need to have a huge year this year. Uh, I like Pedro Strope out of the pen. And I don't know if you guys have been following this kid, but Hunter Green, he's a one of their stud. prospects, this kid threw 103 miles per hour in high school. Yeah. I think don't forget, out. don't forget about Amir Garrett. He'll throw punches at your full uh, dugout. Don't forget about Michael Lorenzen, a two point nine ERA and hits bombs too. Can't forget about like, this team. This team's gonna be a fun one to watch. I'll, I'm, I'll, I'll actually be enjoying this team. Michael Lorenzen hit in 2018, hit four home runs in 2018, and he batted two ninety two years ago. That's insane. Last but, year, a bit of a down year, but dude, telling you, once Hunter Green gets in the bigs. If he can avoid that that uh, Tommy John surgery, I think he'll be fine. And they just drafted a uh, it was it wasn't this past, I think it was last year's draft. Nick Lodolo, he's yeah, out of TCU. He's a pretty nasty pitcher as well. So those two guys could be the top of their rotation in the future. Yep. And honestly, they're, I'm going to be watching a lot of their games or as much as possible because they're going to be so much fun to watch. Agreed. The NL Central, in and of itself, is going to be a fun one. Yeah, exactly. Except for this last place team, because the Pittsburgh Pittsburgh Pirates are going to have a rough one this year. 
Yeah. What do you got, uh, I do not think they're going to be that good this year. Uh, I mean, Chris Archer is just hanging on to a starting spot. And, I mean, it's terrible. Uh, I think out of that team, though, I think Josh Bell is going to have a big year. Personally, I think he's going to have a big year. Yeah, I don't know about the team. Well, I mean, I do know about the team. They're not going to have a good year. Um, I mean, Keone Keela, Kyle Crick, and Rich Rodriguez are going to be holding the pen down. That's it. Just a shitty team. Not as bad as the Orioles. Not as bad the as Tigers. the Tigers. Like they're, yeah. they're the best of the worst teams. Yeah. If we were to have a toilet bowl, I think they'd win it. Yep. There you go. Um, I mean, I definitely agree. They're not necessarily the best team on paper. Josh Bell was great for them last year. Um, but other than that, the lineup, they don't really have too much oomph in that lineup. It's kind of like you're relying on young guys like Colin Moran and Kevin Newman to kind of perform. But you also have a guy that I like, Brian Reynolds. He had 314, 16 bombs, 68 RBIs as a rookie last year. He's he plays left field. He's very good. And it's kind of like the rotation, you look at it. Trevor Williams, he's overperformed the last few years for them. And then a young kid to look out for is Mitch Keller. He's kind of one of their young guys that they're hoping takes that next step. You got Musgrove, Chad Cool. It's it's an underwhelming pitching staff. They had, I think they still have Felipe Vasquez. I think he's hurt or something like that. But he used to be – he's a stud reliever, so I don't – I'm pretty sure they still have him. I just don't know if he's hurt or not. But, I mean, it doesn't really matter whether they have him or not. He's he's not going to win games for them. Jamison Tyon, I'm pretty sure he's hurt. But he would probably be their best pitcher if healthy because Chris Archer doesn't have it anymore. But the Pirates, I mean, I don't want to give away my predictions, but I have them finishing last. I just have them finishing – they're going to be one of the worst teams in the NL overall. Yeah, I think we all have them finishing last. They have no competition to finish last. Yeah. All right, now it's fourth like place. All the teams beating up on each other. Yeah. yeah. But in fourth place, who do we got? We'll go more first. Um, man, this is this is a difficult division to choose. Who might finish last? Uh, fourth. Um. I, I, I hate I hate to do it, but I'm gonna have to go with the Brewers. I, yeah, I'm, you can go. The, I, I really don't have a justification for putting them fourth, but it's gonna be within a few games. I I fully expect that to be one or maybe two tiebreakers. Yeah. it's gonna be yeah, amazing. Like one through four is a complete toss up, really. It really is. Like for all we know, the Brewers can finish in first place. Yeah. It's crazy. Yep. But in fourth place, I'm going to put the Chicago Cubs down there. Just that, you know, like they have the pieces, but they have a new manager. Their bats can do it. Their, their, um, their pitching is all right. Their bullpen needs work. I just, I don't know. I feel like they, they won't be able to find it. No, they're not going to have that, the rhythm to do very well this year. But again, like, it could be close. They could finish in first place for all I know. So, but what do you got, Tangway? Um, I personally have the Brewers finishing in fourth. Um, my justification is just kind of like some of their lineup is just underwhelming, and the rotation doesn't impress me at all. 
So it's kind of like if you don't have those two things, you're not going to win too many games. I do think they'll be a decent team. But to be honest, I think the top three teams will actually separate from the Brewers. I just think if Yelich has to – if Yelich were to go down with an injury with the team they have constructed right now, they would be royally screwed. So that's what I have on them. I think they're still going to score some runs, though. Yeah. I think they're just going to give up more than they score, and that's that's the game. They also lost Mike Moustakas, who was a big bat for them recently. It's he true. went to an interdivision I mean, team who we'll be talking about soon. Yep. All right, third place. Who you got more? I'm going to have to go with the Cubs. Uh, again, this is such a close division. Um, I, it's not a rebuild year. I think it, it's, a, it's a transition year. Um. I think they still do have a good year, but I think they'd come just a few games short. I also have the Cubs in third. I just think their bullpen is going to be the downfall of them and inconsistent starting pitching, I think, from the four and five spot will cost them a top two spot in the division. I got the Brewers pretty much for everything you guys said. It's, it's, it's really going to just decide over like a few games. Honestly, they might be a tiebreaker. I wouldn't be surprised. But I'll put the Brewers there, which makes me have the Cincinnati Reds in second place. I think we – do we all have them in second place? Yes, I have them in second place, but by very small margin. Yeah. I, I To be honest with you, I have the Reds in second place. Yeah, yeah. so, like, we all got the Reds there. Yeah, oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah, but, like, the Reds, you know, they probably have – like, the, their three starters right there are insane. Like, Bauer, Gray, Castillo, like, you're going to get wins from them. And even if your bullpen isn't good, they're, you're hoping that these guys go deep into games. Probably, like, I mean, deep, deep into games is very different from back then. Like, six innings is deep into a game now. But, like, I just get seven innings maybe from it's at least one of them or two of them a week or every time they – every one, every rotation. Yeah, I hope, Bauer a, I hope Bauer has a big year. I've been a fan of his for years now. And, yeah, I just really don't like, like him off the field. <laughs> Luis Castillo has really good stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, they just have it. They, the, their bats are there, too. They can do a lot of work. So, I mean, second place is going to be big for them this year. It's a big stretch, but I think they can do it. Again, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come between a few games. And to be honest with you, I don't know if the second place team in this division makes a wild card just because they're going to be playing each other and beating the crap out of each other a lot. Right. So it's going to be it, – a team needs – if you're in this division right now, you need to finish first. Exactly. Yeah. Which means that St. Louis finishes first for all of us. Yeah. Just, you know, just a complete team, honestly. Just a complete team out of everybody in the Central. They've, they've always been good. They're always sneaky good. It's no surprise there. Yeah, I think um, – I don't think they, they break ahead that much. I think it's a two- or three-game bump they right. have on Cincinnati. So, if, it, if that's a tiebreaker between them and Cincinnati, my God, would that be a great game. Oh, yeah. Imagine Flaherty versus, like, Sonny Gray or something. Dude, imagine imagine a four-way tie. That would be unreal. That would be incredible. <laughs> oh, that, that's what baseball wants, but they're definitely not getting – yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, sixty game season though. I mean, the odds possible. It's very are, possible. I mean, the odds are two times more likely to happen than a normal season, mm-hmm. almost three times. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah, the Cardinals are definitely the most complete team in this division. So I just I just think that they'll they'll take it by like a game or two. Like it'll be extremely close. Mm-hmm. All right. Is that all we got? Yes. Yeah. It's gonna be probably the funnest division in baseball to watch. Most yeah. definitely. And I think that is only because in the AL East the Orioles suck. Yeah. yeah. Like there's not the one pirates, team here. The pirates, yeah, the pirates are not. Pirates are bad, but they're not horrendous. They're not bad. I mean, they're bad. But if any of these four aforementioned teams are looking forward ahead of them, the Pirates will win that game. Yeah, exactly. You can't look at look ahead. All right. So I want to thank you for no, watching another episode of the Web Gems Baseball Podcast. I've been Rob Nick Tangway. See ya. Nick Moore. See ya. So, till ne- so subscribe to this channel, subscribe to the Apple podcast feed. Until next time, see you later.